Hey everybody, this is Bill again here um, with the Rebel Within podcast, and pretty much this is uh, part two of episode 14. Um, I sort of kind of got distracted towards the end of episode 14, and um, there were some things I wanted to talk about, and I kind of forgot what I wanted to say and everything, so I'm just sort of kind of add a few more things this definitely won't be as long as the other one was and um, I uh, pretty much just wanted to add a few more things in there but um, what I wanted to say was um, when I had you know when I was going through those things in my life that really 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 dark period of my life I had um, let myself go physically, mentally, and emotionally to the point to where um, I'm actually still dealing with a lot of those issues today in all all formats. Like, I let myself go to the point physically that, you know, now I have some health issues that I probably wouldn't have now if I would have took care of, took better care of myself back in those days and um, you know so that's sort of kind of you know not a good thing and just I don't know emotionally and mentally I still deal with a lot of things like um, I uh, get really sometimes I get really depressed like really easily it doesn't take much and uh, I may go through those for a while Sometimes it might last a few hours, sometimes it might last a few days, but I never, ever been to the point again to where I was back in those days. Like, even if I get depressed nowadays, I'll look at a positive thing, and I'm like, okay, my goal is to reach this right here, and I'm going to do it. And a lot of times it gets me away from a lot of the things that are going on. You know, sometimes maybe I just take a drive, or sometimes maybe I'll go and you know, um, maybe some, maybe if I'm working on a book or something, I'll work, I'll, like, work on some different things or whatever. I just do things to get, get my mind off of those things. And so, um, that has really helped for me. And, but like I said, I was talking about, um, and during those days, you know, when I was kind of searching for all of those things, you know, I was looking for answers to questions that I never really, that I still to this day haven't got answers to. And does it bother me? Yes, it does. Um, do I still, like, you know, maybe to a certain extent, maybe that's why in some time in some instances in my life maybe I've never been able to let go of some of those things I've always said that I looked at looked at that part of my life as a book with an unfinished chapter it was almost like you were writing a book and in that one instance you didn't know what to do with a character so you just quit writing that chapter and then you wrote every chapter after that finished the book put it out and someone reads it and like, well, what happened to this person? You didn't even finish this chapter. He just stopped in the middle of a page. That's kind of like 
how I look at it. And, or I kind of look at it as, if you want to put it in different terms, like a football game. It's like tie game, or maybe you're ahead, they're ahead. You go into the hat, you go into halftime, go into the locker room and never come out. You never finish the game. You know? And it's like people are sitting there wondering well, what the fuck happened. You know? Here's this game in your history that never got done. And that's the way I look at it. And so there's a lot of things sometimes that still eat at me in my life. And will I ever find the answers to those? Probably not. Some maybe, yeah. Um, but truth be told, maybe not. You know, um, but there's always that chance. And you know something? That's a good goal to strive for, is that chance to maybe one day find, maybe you won't find all the answers to all the questions, but if you can find some, and if they're key questions, then maybe, hey, you know, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a, um, a goal to strive for. And that's why, um, like I said, that's why I do the things I do. Um, more backstory I meant to kind of throw in. Um, that's one of the reasons why I started doing my writing and started publishing my books and stuff was to, um, mainly as take some of that those things like like I'll put it to you like this a lot of those things that happened to me and a lot of things I went through are not good things but if good things come out of those bad things then it's not always necessarily a terrible thing like through for instance through those things I've found a way to get my outlet out through my writing through some of my poetry through some of my stories and stuff and it's kind of made a creative thing that with me if maybe if I had never went through those things maybe I wouldn't write those things write about the things I write about in some of my books and then some of my stories and some of my poetry so it's almost like I probably have wouldn't have went there in in a normal instance. So to a sort to a certain thing, I'm not saying it was a good thing, but maybe creatively it was a good thing because it sort of gives me a different platform to go through and write about things I probably normally wouldn't have read. And so, hey, you know, do what you have to do sometimes. But, um, you know, and for instance, you know, you take for instance, um, I probably, maybe in some of my poetry and some of my writing, probably wouldn't went to some of the dark places I went to. But because I've been through those things and experienced those things, you know, I don't feel I don't feel bad about doing it. I don't feel like oh well my conscience is won't let me do this or I'm afraid of what people will think. No, I don't I don't see it like that. No, I don't I don't see it that way. I see it differently, and and to me that's a good thing because truthfully I don't give a shit 
what other people think anymore and that's a good thing so that's how I look at that so yeah um, pretty much that's kind of like some of the things I was going to say but I will I will say this and touching back on the point that I was talking about earlier no one can tell you how to love somebody how to feel about a person and what that person means about you because everybody perceives things their own way there is no written code on how much you're supposed to love somebody how much you're supposed to care about somebody how much you're supposed to do for someone everybody every individual is their own and how that and how they love and treat and see things to towards other people is their own their own thing like there's just some people out here that that'll never love some people as much as maybe you love somebody is that wrong no that's because they perceive maybe their perception of love is different from yours or their perception of how they feel about things is different from yours that doesn't make it wrong that doesn't make it right it just makes it individually and so when someone says so when someone says well I can't believe that you know you let a woman get you like that hey maybe that's because they don't understand or they don't let life thing maybe they don't understand what love or emotions or what feelings or any of that shit is truly about maybe they're just a soulless person maybe I don't know but anyway I catch myself starting to ramble again so I'm gonna go and I just wanted to say that this is Bill with the Rebel Within um, podcast signing out thanks for listening and uh, have a blessed day out there and whether you're religious if you're religious or whatever or not you know I don't mean to throw my religion on people but have a blessed day and may the Lord bless you in many ways thank you bye and uh this is Bill and uh, I want to welcome you to episode 14 of the Rebel Within podcast and for those of you who do not know what this podcast is about um, I call it the Rebel Within podcast because I always believe that there's this rebellious person inside of all of us who is just waiting to get out and run free and maybe make us say and do those things that we wouldn't normally do I'm not saying that's a bad thing and I'm not saying it's a good thing but I believe that we have that person inside of all of us and that's why I call this Rebel Within Podcast and uh, this episode today is I don't know if it's really going to have a title I think it's just going to kind of uh, I'm going to talk about me talk about some situations and talk about some things and um, maybe kind of give you some backstory and everything and 
so yeah, I'm just going to um, talk and uh, pretty much hopefully this podcast, like I hope with many others, this episode will um, help you out in some sort of way. So I guess I'm just going to get started. Um, I guess what I want to say is is that um, a long time ago, almost 20 years ago, I was in a, I was in a relationship, and I cared for this person deeply. I mean, I for a long time didn't know if I could see my life without this person and circumstances in life happened and me and that person went our separate ways and um, I want to say it's no fault of my own but I will say that I think maybe some of the things I've done in those days maybe led to the situation that happened but I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into the person, what they've done, or who they were, or anything like that. Because um, I just don't think that's fair to them, or, or whatever. But, I will say this. I love that person madly, deeply. And, um, like I said, when we separated, it devastated me real bad and it spent it sent me to into a spiraling into a spiral for probably about five years and that wasn't a good thing and I went to probably the lowest time that I've ever had in my life I mean, I just, I went into the darkness and for a long time there, I didn't come back. I mean, I was, I had hit rock bottom emotionally, mentally, um, I was getting there physically um, and financially, I had pretty much and did it all. I mean, I, uh, I'm not saying that I'm ashamed to say it because I think all those things that happened made me the person I am today. And, um, I just wanted to say that, um, and I'm not, and I'm not using this as a plug or anything, but I'm just trying to say that what I want to say is kind of gets you off track, but it also sort of kind of ties in with everything that I'm saying. Um, around, let's see, when was this album released? Okay. That happened in 99. And so I spent the year 2000, sort of, kind of. This happened probably about June or July of 99 and then so I spent the rest of that year I spent the year 2000 just sort of kind of 
sort of kind of trying to find myself again and trying to pick up and go on but I felt um I felt uh I just felt I couldn't do it and circumstances had led me to you know get a new job and all this stuff and around about 2001 um I'm not I can't I don't know what time period I can't I will say this I don't know if it was before or after 9-11 but um I had discovered a band called Iced Earth and um, I'd went into their store I went into a record store one day and the funny the funny thing about it was I used to collect every monthly or weekly however would it come out I used to get that um, magazine called Metal Edge and I always saw this advertisement in there for this album by this band the album was horror show by this band called Iced Earth and I just thought man it had a real kick-ass cover to it and something told me man that's right up my alley because at the time you know I was a big horror movie fan to begin with and uh, so I was like I've got to check this out so I went in and uh, I went into the music store and I got to talking to the guy that run the place and he recommended the album something wicked along with it so I bought both those albums took them back to my hotel because I was working out of town on a construction job at the time and uh, I think at the time I might have just had a disc man or something but anyway threw it in that listened to it and fell in love with it well a little while later probably I think a few months later something down the road I was in another music store and I found like Dark Saga and I think maybe the first album it was and anyway so around that time it wasn't long after that I got laid off from my job and I was sitting at home and um, so I dove I dove like right deep into listening to those three albums religiously and I'll admit if it wasn't been for Ice Earth's um, Dark Saga Something Wicked and Horror Show um, I may not be here today um, and I will say this that the two bands that I probably listen to religiously nowadays is Metallica and Ice Earth um, and the funny thing about it is and some people probably be disappointed in hearing me say this but Metallica is my all-time favorite band and the reason why that is is because I grew up listening to them um, that was one of the first like real big metal bands I ever really discovered and so they'll always be my favorite but Ice Earth is like a real close second I mean they're almost at like first for me if you was to come into my my man cave the only two bands that I have CDs displayed out is Metallica and Ice Earth they're the two bands I listen, I listen to religiously. Now, 
that's sort of kind of getting off track but what I wanted to say was and like I said this is going to tie into everything but um, anyway a lot of people think that the Dark Saga album by Iced Earth if you kind of listen to it some of the lyrics and some of the things on it they kind of think the songs are kind of simple they're kind of corny they're kind of whatever it is they don't really look at it as a dark album but here's what people don't understand when you've fallen like I had fallen in those days and when you've gone like when I tell people like when the darkness consumes you um, that to me was a dark deep record and it spoke emotionally and mentally for a lot of the things that I was going through like sometimes I kind of felt that I was a slave to the darkness um, but probably one of my all-time favorite I Stir songs will forever be A Question of Heaven. And the reason I say that is because at, at that time, I was questioning a lot of things. I was questioning. And the funny thing is, is I've been for a long time, I've been a born-again Christian. And even at that time, man, I started questioning my faith. I started questioning my religion. I started questioning a lot of things. I mean, I even asked, I even wondered if heaven was really real. You know, if we all had been led down this rabbit hole to, to something that maybe didn't even exist. You know? And, and so I found myself um, just questioning a lot of things. Not trusting people, not trusting a lot of things. And I had, um, and so, yeah, I mean, and so those, those songs spoke to me, but, you know, and sort of kind of moving on from that kind of in a certain thing, but what I wanted to say was, um, was I had, um, and it also sort of kind of um, I want to talk about too something else in a way that's just like uh, Edgar Allan Poe people never really if you take a normal person that's never really had a like that's never really been through a lot of like um, things in their lives and they've never really like hit bottom and they've never been to an emotional mental or emotional low they don't, like, I'll, I'll hear normal people say, they'll read Edgar Allan Poe and say, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't get what people see about it. I said it's because Poe wrote with a darkness that a lot of people don't understand. Unless you have been to those lows and you have experienced some of the things that he experienced, you won't understand it. And that's what I tell people. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love Edgar Allan Poe so much is because I understand his work because I have been probably to the lowest of lows and it's not a fun place to be. I don't recommend it for anybody. But mainly what I wanted to, mainly what I'm trying to get to is that some people may say that 
you know, why would you, you know, how could a woman do that to you? How could a person do that to you? Blah, blah, blah. You know, how can you let a piece of person get, get you that low? Well, I've always said that this. There is no formula to tell you how much you're supposed to love somebody or how much you love somebody or how you love somebody. There's no formula for that. You know, every person is their own. Like, you can find somebody, and you could be married to somebody f your whole life, and you may love them, but maybe that love is not, like, beat all, end all. Where to, like, some people, you know, loving somebody with everything you've got for the rest of your life, and they're the, I mean, they're your heart and your soul, and they're your everything, you know, that is something that is really rare, I always said, and I believe this, and it's also a, a line in Dracula in, um, a nice third song off a horror show, but I believe this even before I ever even heard that song, you only find true love once in a lifetime or in a thousand lifetimes. You can love as many people as you want, but true love only ever comes once. And I and I certainly believe that. And I believe that there's only one person you're ever really meant to be with. And that's just that's just the way I look at it. And um so I don't think there's no formula of any, for anything out there like that, how you're supposed to, um, how you're supposed to love or feel about someone, you know, and, but one of the things I'm trying to say is that, um, is that I believe that no matter how low people can go and how they get and how far they've fallen. There's always something better out there. There's always a better way out there. And no one can really tell you how to cope with your pain either. I mean, me, I found an outlet. I found an outlet through music, through books, and through my writing. And so I found a way to um, get me through those low times, even when at the very at the time I really thought that there was a real there wasn't much light at the end of a really dark, bleak, and dim tunnel, and I didn't know if I'd ever really find my way out of it. And still to this day, I still think that you know um, I'm still dealing with a lot of issues from that time and I'll never and I know I'll never be the same person I was again is that necessarily a bad thing no not really because a lot of those things that I went through have made me the person that I am today and actually probably have made me a stronger person than I am than I were back then even before I um went through that phase where I was you know um when I hit bottom when my world was turned upside down and I just think that um that there's 
No, there's and you know there's no really wrong way and no right way to cope with your um what you're going through. But I will say this: mistreating people and mistreating animals or living things is not a way. It's not an outlet. That's wrong because they haven't done anything to you. And I don't condone any of those kind of actions. I mean, when I'm talking about it, I, I'm talking about find something that moves you. Maybe like going to the gym, or moving to, or like going to the beach, going to do these things that take your mind off of what is going on with your world. And eventually, those things will start becoming a part of you, and they'll start coming great things. Just like some people might say, well, what? How is going to the gym helping me emotionally and physically? Or um, emotionally and mentally. Well, you think about it. Say you were 350 pounds. Or th let's just say 300 pounds. I had got up to almost 265. Well, I actually was 265 at one time. You start going to the gym. You start working out. You start losing all this weight. Start eating better. Start taking care of yourself. You see your body transform. And you start thinking, well, man, look at me, man. I'm, I'm actually starting to... You know, become muscular I'm starting to my body looks like really nice now and not only that but then it'll start working in your mind because then you'll start thinking better of yourself and you'll start thinking about well you know man these people look at me differently now and so it, it all becomes it all starts working your way mentally um, I think you have to work on one thing at a time maybe some people it's getting their mind right and their emotions right then they work on the physical you know some people it works different ways and I'm just gonna say I don't think there's a wrong way or a right way to do it I just think you have to find what helps you and go forward but I will say that um that uh I will tell you one thing Suicide is not the answer to anything. It's the wrong answer. It's not even an answer and it should never be an option. Have I been down that road? Yes, I have. I have con I, there were times I contemplated it every day. <laughs> you know, and I'll admit, I think maybe it was because I was, maybe because I was chicken or maybe it was like, I realized what it would do to those people who really did give a shit about me and cared about what happened to me. Like, say, for instance, my mom and my dad and my brothers and sisters, those people who have always been there for me no matter what and loved me through it all and, and everything, what it would do to them. So, yeah, I mean, those people that do those kind of things, they really don't have, they really don't understand is you're thinking, okay, well, I won't suffer anymore, or I won't go through this agony anymore. But not only, okay, maybe, maybe for you, maybe, maybe, maybe it's an out, maybe it's your way out. But you don't realize what it's doing to other people once you're gone. And that's why I say suicide is selfish. And, and I honestly believe that. But at the time, 
I didn't think that way. But um, the whole, I guess what I'm trying to say is I started this podcast um, last year when um, Chris Cornell committed suicide. And I had heard a lot of people on the internet and a lot of people going around talking about how they couldn't understand why he done it. Because he seemed like he was the most happy person on the planet, the most you know, energetic, and he had a lot to live for and he had a lot of great things in his life. And they couldn't understand why he done it. But I could. I understood. I'm not saying I'm a Chris Cornell fan, but I understood it. And so that prompted me to start this podcast. And I'm not going to get into what all I talked about on that, but um, if you go on my Facebook page and you go on SoundCloud, you can find that episode. And it's the very first episode I did. It's called um, Chris Cornell, Suicide, and a few other things. I think I named it, but you'll see it. It's on my Facebook page. It's, it's called Episode 1, Chris Cornell, and everything and uh but what I and I guess one of the things I'm trying to say is that um I think that um, and like I always say we all have issues and there's different ways to solve those issues but um we all just have to find a way to that works for us but I will tell you right now suicide's not one of them and so I do believe that um, in the end it's all about making those decisions that like I say maybe are best for you Um, and how you get your help and how you find out what's um, what's the best help for you um, one other thing too I wanted to say was I don't know like Sorry there, um, for a second there. Um, but like I said, we all process things differently. And there's no wrong and there's no right to how we process things we just do. And I will say that um we uh sorry I'm sorta of kinda I'm sorry, I'm sorta of kinda of got distracted here. Um no what actually Something I wanted to say was, um, 
was that uh I actually shit I forgot what I was gonna say. But anyway, it's just if you having problems out there, find someone to help you find the right solution and not the wrong one. And uh, so yeah, I mean that's all I can really that's all I can really say. I know there's just I know there's a few things that I'm forgetting that I want to say. So I may actually do a part two to this podcast later on finish up those things that I wanted to say but um that's pretty much it and uh I just want to sort of kind of give you a backstory of me and some of the things I did and why and things I went through and the reason why I started this podcast but um yeah I uh just wanted to say thank you for listening and you know, hopefully this has been informative and helpful, and I'm sorry I rambled there right the last few minutes, but something happened, and I was trying to, I got distracted there for a minute, but, um, yeah, so I just want to say thank you, and, um, have a good day, and keep, keep moving forward, and keep looking up. Bye.